Welcome to my hometown, filled with murder, mysteries, the paranormal, and a fair share of hauntings. This is Local Legends. Hello everyone, and welcome back to Local Legends with Lark Farley. I'm your host, Lark. A little bit about the podcast if you're new here. Every Sunday, I share with you all stories that took place in my small hometown, Brown County in Indiana. These stories range from true crime to the paranormal and everywhere in between. If you'd like to share your own hometown stories or just drop a line, leave comments about the episode and what you think, you can email me at locallegendswithlark at gmail.com. As always, all of the articles used in today's episode will be linked in the description should you want to read those for yourself. All right, let's get into it. So today's episode, we're going to go back in time and revisit old articles published in the Brown County Democrat. Now, today's episode is titled Hugging to Music. Creature declares that it would make a hit with the public. And this article was posted in the Brown County Democrat on December 21st, 1903. So one of the older ones that we've covered. The Reverend W.W. Denham preached at the First Christian Church Sunday evening on the evils of dancing. The church was crowded for the pastor in his previous announcement had declared that if he did not give a good and sufficient reason why he did not dance himself and why others should not, he would accept an invitation to the next dance to be given in town and keep step with the best of the dancers. In his sermon, Mr. Denham did not declare that all dancers were bad, but he insisted that dancing was often the beginning of vice. He said, and I quote, We are not surprised that the modern waltz has been tabooed by the leaders of the light fantastic in our own city, as advertised in the local press. The positions assumed and maintained therein are indecent, immodest, and highly conducive to actual criminality. When dress, position, and environment are taken into consideration, together with the laws of mind over mind, the influence of vital contact, personal magnetism, and physiological law, there is a little surprise at the evidence of statistics gathered in rescuing wayward girls and fallen women. 28,000 young women were ground up in the vice mills of Indiana last year. It is no secret that agents for traffickers and young women use the ballroom as recruiting stations in towns and hamlets all over the land. Why don't the men dance by themselves and the women by themselves like they did in Old Testament times? But the heads of New York society, it is announced, have invented the sitting out waltz, wherein the positions are the same, only you sit instead of dance, during the rendition of the music. Now that is more like we have always regarded it is as quite a nuisance to have to gallop a mile or more to get a few hugs. A room full of people sitting around on sofas hugging to music is more the popular notion. It gives the old rheumaticity brethren a chance to waltz. A man may lose his appetite for dancing, but he has to get pretty old before he loses his appetite to caress a pretty girl. And seriously, should the men dress as in delicately as do the women, the latter would throw up their hands in absolute horror. So that's the article, and now what we're going to do is we're going to pick it apart. So starting from the top, and here's where we are going to go off on tangents, y'all, because I have a lot to say about this topic, and I feel like I am allowed to share my opinion. I mean, we all are. Everyone has that right. 
But also, like, I spent 18 years of my life as a dancer dancing, and so I'm going to rip W.W. Denim a new one. So starting from the top, the first part that caught my interest is the quote that he said, he would accept an invitation to the next dance to be given in town and keep step with the best of the dancers. Now, this man is a reverend, okay, seemingly of a strict church that adheres to strict congregational laws, uh, strict rules. And he's making a bet. Isn't that not against the biblical teachings that he's so for? Like, he's against dancing. Sure, okay, whatever. But isn't betting and making a bet also against those rules as well? Just asking, just saying, just throwing that out there. Anyway, he makes a bet and says that he would accept an invitation to the next dance. And and (laughs) according to him, he claims he can keep time and keep pace with the best of the dancers, to which I say this man is unhinged. There's no possible way. This old man, there's no, he has so much confidence that he could keep time and keep pace with the youngins. I'd love to see it. If I could pay money to go back in a time machine to see that reverend lose his bet and be the one to challenge him to a dance-off, I like, I want nothing more than that opportunity because i would love to see this man sweating and passing out on the dance floor because he just can't he cannot he can't keep up the hips don't lie by shakira there's no way there's no way so then another part i found was interesting and wanted to know more about is where he goes off and talks about how we are not surprised that the modern waltz which by the way the modern waltz is like one of the calmest dances possible right it's a classical dance there's it's not romantic it's just like it is such a beautiful dance to watch because you have to keep time and the way that you move with one another is just it is so delicate and and intricate and honestly hard so the fact that he has qualms with the modern waltz what do you think this man would think to like oh i don't know modern tiktok dances like this man would lose his mind i want to go back in time and show this reverend uh a tiktok dance and and see what how he would react to that if he thinks the modern waltz is bad girl it you wouldn't be able to handle handle modern day dance then he goes on to say it's been tabooed by the leaders of light fantastic and i'm like what is light fantastic Light fantastic was a word that's not used anymore. It actually peaked in 1903. I'm not kidding. I looked this up. It is a word that peaked in 1903, and it means to dance nimbly or lightly or to move in a pattern to musical accompaniment. The phrase is specific to the early 1900s, which is a good word to accompany waltz because when you waltz, that's what you're doing. Moving on, I like how he said the positions assumed and maintained therein are indecent, immodest, and highly conducive to actual criminality. Excuse me, what? Like, that is a hot take, sir. I'm sure he has a lot of hot takes. This being probably one of the most calmest that he has. But I don't understand. Like, what about dancing is criminal? Like, I really want him to explain it in more detail. So you're saying that you are an indecent, immodest, and a criminal if you dance. Because of the positions that you're taking. Has this man ever watched someone waltz? They are so rigid and held at such a distance from one another. I have a lot of questions. And apparently, I know I'm a criminal. 
We're all criminals if we dance. So the more you know. I, I loved this part where he talks about the evidence of statistics gathered in rescuing wayward girls and fallen women. 28,000 young women were ground up in the vice mills of Indiana last year. I want to read that statistical report. I have questions. Who wrote the report? How was the information attained? How did you, how did you plan out the statistical analysis? Because I'm going to sit here and I'm going to go on the assumption limb and assume that it's extremely biased and you made this report up and you made up the statistical research up because there's no way that your research that is probably imaginary and never even happened is not biased. Also, I love how it's always the women and young girls that are in fear of sinning and being wayward in spirit, like men don't exist and have any part of that as well. I mean, isn't the phrase literally, it takes two to tango? You know what I'm saying? So, like, I love how they push all of the fault onto the women and the young women and are like, ha, it's your fault. I'm a man. I'm perfect. Had nothing to do with it, even though I was the one that came to you and, like, asked you to dance. It's your fault. It's your fault because you said yes. It's your fault because you're dancing with me. I just think that this man needs to focus on himself. Chill, dude. And then moving on from that, he talks about how they've invented a new form of dancing, right? Because, you know, we can't sin, right? We have to be perfect. We can't be indecent and immodest, so dancing's out. The new form of dancing is in, which is sitting and hugging. Which I want to ask the question, isn't sitting and hugging more intimate than actually dancing with another person? Like, if the whole issue here is that people are being sinful by sharing personal contact, physical contact, physical touch with one another, then shouldn't hugging be out? Because he's not talking about the awkward side hug, right? Which is something that a lot of churches, a lot of Christian churches like to do, where it's like you just awkwardly side hug each other so you don't go into sin. But that's not what he's saying. All he says is you sit during the rendition of the music and hug to the music. So you're hugging the other person in time to the music. That, to me, is way more intimate than actually dancing ever is. Because if you're dancing, you're focusing on keeping time and you're trying to remember the steps while keeping pace with your partner. And there is so much complications and nuances. It's such a delicate balance that you don't even have time if you're actually dancing to like get it on, you know, on the dance floor with the other person. Because you're like, okay, this is how I, and then you're going like this and I'm going like this. But like sitting down and not doing anything, focusing only on the other person and hugging it out. You want to talk about some, like, careless whisper playing in the background? That's that moment. So I'm just very confused by this man and his sentiment. I don't even think he's certain of what he's saying, you know? Like, I don't I don't think he knows. He, he doesn't have his story straight. He talks about sitting hugging, gives the old rheumaticity, which what a word, that's not a word, rheumaticity brethren a chance to waltz. And then he talks about how it's a nuisance to have to gallop a mile to, like, keep up with the youngins. So here's my thought process. This man is jealous because other people have 
They got hips of magic. You know, they're out there and they are keeping time and they got rhythm and they got the magic hips that don't lie. And they're out there living their best life, like having the most fun, like enjoying their lives and the music. And they just are killing it on the dance floor. And while he's in the background, right? Wishing that he could do that. But every time he gets out there to dance and let loose, he cannot keep time to save his life. And it ends in a night of embarrassment for him because he just cannot do it. Like, he doesn't have that rhythm, that inherent natural rhythm. He doesn't have it. He's losing that part of himself. And he knows and he has that emptiness inside of himself wishing that he could fill it. Because he wants to get out there and he wants to dance. But he just can't. Because he's not good. And on top of not being good, he somehow has decided that because after you get to a certain age and you're quote unquote old, you can't dance anymore. So all of this time, this is just a jealous old man who instead of like asking for help or like not caring what other people think and just going out there and letting loose anyway, regardless of whether or not he's good at it, instead he chooses to go the route of supreme judgment. Because he himself can't dance. So instead of, like I said, having fun and learning and doing it anyway, he's going to condemn it as a sin. That's my take on this, at least. That's my personal opinion. And then he goes on to talk about how men have to be pretty old before they lose an appetite to caress a pretty girl. Which I don't even think I need to comment on as to how disgustingly inappropriate misogynistic that is. On one hand, you're calling all women sinful and immodest and giving into vices for dancing, not acknowledging that it takes two to tango, and the man is also a part of that. But you also acknowledge the fact that it's the men who caress the women and are, like, assaulting them with unwanted attention. And yet it's still not the men's fault. You're still pointing the finger at the women like, okay, dude. Then he goes on. He ends this with the most problematic statement of this whole article. And there's a lot. Which is that, should men dress as indelicately as the women, the latter would throw up their hands in horror. So not only is it the woman's fault for the unwanted attention of men, it's also the women's fault for the way that they dress because they asked for it. Like, can we not, sir, stop? Sir, I'm going to need you to, like, put a little stop sign up and just think about what you're saying. And, you know, it's okay. It's okay to be a bad dancer, and it's okay to be jealous of people that can dance. What's not okay is being a misogynistic trash man. Okay? I understand that you're jealous, and I understand that you're upsetting spaghetti because you can't dance and keep time. But you have options, sir. Like, you lost this bet, it sounds like, so you're gonna have to dance anyway. Why not just accept dancing? Also, did you not think they danced in the Bible? Because they, like, totally did. Like, the Old Testament is full 
of people dancing, both women and men. I mean, everybody loves David in the Bible, in the Old Testament, and he danced all the time, and he danced naked, okay? I don't, I don't really know what to say to this man other than it's, he sounds sad, mad. It's unfortunate. I actually honestly feel bad for him because, like, I mean, sure, he self-isolated himself by his judgment and condemnation and just misogyny, but we can all take part of dance, right? Like, I don't understand why people just get so mad that people, when they see other people enjoying their life and living in the present moment and having fun. Like, that's what life is about. One day you're going to be dead and then what? So, like, why not dance now? Why not go out there and enjoy the moment and listen to the music with all the people you love around you and just let loose once in a while? Like, just don't be like WW Denim. Like, go out there, live your life, have fun, make a fool of yourself. Nobody cares. Literally, nobody cares. Nobody cares if you can't keep time in the music. Nobody cares if you're a quote-unquote good dancer. Are any of us at the end of the day? Probably not. All that matters is that, like, you're having fun and you're living your best life. Hashtag YOLO. So that's this week's story. You know, it's a little short. Not sweet one, okay? It's not sweet. Actually, it's kind of toxic. I was intrigued and drawn in by the title of, like, talking about how dancing, you know, is viceful and brings in with the devil and just like that got me. All right, I'm in. I- I'm interested in this story. So yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. Talk about it, break it down like we always do. Next week, we'll be going on the similar vein, actually, of topics, just in a more true crime way, but also about churches. We're going to be discussing a case of church vandalism. That's right, folks, a person that went around vandalizing and stealing from local churches in Brown County. He thought of himself as a real Robin Hood. (laughs) Haha, just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't come for me. Anyway, so we're going to be talking about that story next week and talking about that more in detail. After that, I'm still working through my Bigfoot series. It's just a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of multi-parter. So, like, be patient and just come along for the ride because that's going to be so much fun. And we will break that down in more detail the following weeks. In the meantime, stay hydrated, stay safe, let loose, and dance to a good song today, this week, sometime this week. It's a promise we can keep to one another because I know I'm going to now because now all I want to do is dance, dance, dance. But anyway, I'll talk to you next week. In the meantime, stay safe. Bye.